Hey, welcome back to the Uninformed Podcast. I'm your boy, Jared, and I'm with my crew. I got Ethan, I got Zach, I got Jonah. What's up? Gang? What's up? Hey, hey yo. yo. Hey, yo. All right, guys, we are going to be talking about nutrition today. All right. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. <laughs> I'm going to try that again. I'm going to say we're going to talk about nutrition. You guys are going to go nuts. Okay. Ready? Okay. And we're going to be talking about nutrition today. I knew you guys were excited. I knew you guys were excited. All right. So we're just going to jump right in the beef. So nutrition. Why is it important beef. to have a good diet? You say beef? Beef. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're trying to be funny? <laughs> Why is it important to have a good diet? So yeah, you're healthy, so you don't get fat, so you live long. Go ahead. I'm so you can meet your grandchildren. So you can live for a long and healthy life. All of the above are all excellent answers because we want to meet our grandchildren someday. We want to live old. We want a healthy body. We don't want to die, etc. So if we eat good and we have proper nutrition, it can help take care of the temple that we all live in, a.k.a. our body. Let's talk about three of the troublemakers that are bad for our bodies. So one is going to be inflammation. I'm sure you boys have maybe heard of inflammation, but I'm going to run through it now. All right. Inflammation. Systemic inflammation. It's an unhealthy condition for your body, yet many people are suffering from it. And oftentimes it's very silent in the body. So when you think of inflammation, you think about a sprained ankle, a bump on your head, or other markers that you can literally see on the body. Whereas in this case, inflammation is our body signal that we're injured and that we need healing. To channel and my inner Michael Scott, explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you think of having a sprained ankle, you throw some ice on that bad boy. And then once you do that, the ankle ends up healing. If you don't throw ice on it and you keep running and running and running, you're going to end up breaking your ankle or cause worse injuries. And it's the same with our body. If we keep eating bad, 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 we can cause more inflammation. And it's going to be bad in the long term. Where? So, where, where is the inflammation inside? Well, that's a great question. It can be all over our body, okay? Lining the gut, even, even just your skin. It can cause inflammation in your skin, which can cause breakouts if you have bad nutrition, uh, your lungs, et cetera. Any of the mucousy coatings, anything like that. Oh, Interesting. Hmm. So that's inflammation. We're going to go ahead and now do number two, our high blood sugar. Tish, do you know how many people in the United States have prediabetes? I want to say upwards of 60%. 60% of people in the U.S., you think, have diabetes? 30%. 30 percent 30 percent the first time isn't that crazy 30 percent baby it's 27 oh really wow 27 yep 86 way higher than i thought yeah it is pretty high 27 percent of the u.s population Mm -hmm. 86 million people yeah (laughs) that's a lot that's a high number (laughs) we're known as a, a fat country for a reason we like our sugar Our fast food and our Mickey D's. Of these people, uh, they are five to six times more likely to eventually battle type 2 diabetes 
aka adult onset diabetes. What is prediabetes? It's a condition when people have consistently high blood glucose, also known as the blood sugar, high blood glucose levels that are higher than normal, but not reaching the point of full-blown diabetes. And so full-blown diabetes, it affects approximately 9.3% of the population. And that's where your body, it produces too little insulin or uses it ineffectively, which insulin helps regulate the blood sugar levels in our body. It's, it's produced by the pancreas. All right. Number three, our poor digestive health. Poor eating habits over many years, people can just develop a lot of conditions. It can be heartburn, reflux, ulcers, constipation, diarrhea, gas, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's your average commercial where they're listing off a billion uh, symptoms all at once. All of those guys are all poor digestive health. So when you have those and time goes on more and more, you can develop leaky gut. So leaky gut is basically where here's your gut picture a long tube picture of sausage that's your gut and then Ooh. you take a toothpick and poke 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 you're poking that and then some of the inside of sausage is now getting out but in that case it's now going in your blood and it's toxic for your body and then your body can have autoimmune uh responses oh my gosh can develop uh autoimmune diseases and stuff like that disorders oh, that's um, awful. it can cause uh intolerances eczema, you know, flare-ups, et cetera. Um, they can even cause colds and stuff like that, simple things. Yada, 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 the list goes on. That's why we want to avoid uh, poor digestive health because it can just erode away at our intestines and just get worse and worse. Do a lot of people have that? Um, Is it common? I don't, I don't know. I don't have a number on that one, buddy. But, I mean, is it common? Like, is it a common thing to hear? Yeah. I mean, leaky gut is pretty common. Wow. That sounds scary to me. It is a little scary, man. Mm. But you know how we can fix those fears? Sometimes oh. if I eat too much Mexican, I have leaky gut. I think you have leaky butt. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> leaky butt. Leaky butt. All right. So we're going to fix those fears by talking about what to avoid, basically, and what to eat. And that's going to give us just a simple guideline on how to improve our everyday average diet. So to help me out, uh, I'm going to call a contestant up to the stage. Zach, I would like you to walk up to the panel and tell us what you ate today. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, other snacks. Mm. Go. Whoa, that is a lot to take in. <laughs> okay, so for my meals today, I had, uh, do you want to know beverage-wise or just food? If it's uh, substantial, sure. All right. Well, I had uh, a coffee, cafe, cappuccino with uh, double espresso shots. Um, I also had uh, Chick-fil-A for lunch. So I had a sandwich with rotisserie Ooh. chicken, lettuce, uh, tomato. And I also had fruit on the side, mandarin oranges, uh, some strawberries, there were some apples on there too, and some blueberries, and I also had three chicken tenders with Ooh. honey barbecue Chick Fil A sauce. So it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I've had I had a bottle of water. Um, I also had uh, hot chocolate. I drank some water throughout the day too while I was at work. Uh, when I came home, I had 
a Subway sandwich, tuna with chipotle hot sauce. Uh, there it was. It was half of a foot long, so six inches. There was spinach, tomatoes, uh, banana peppers. You name it. There was, there was a decent amount of vegetables because I love my vegetables. Uh, I had water. Uh, I'm drinking a sparkling drink right now. Uh, pink grapefruit. Uh, before that, I had a protein shake. Uh, I had peanut butter, oats, um, protein, vanilla ice cream protein. Uh, pineapple protein and two percent milk and honey, and I mix it all together in a blender, and it was very delicious. Uh, <laughs> oh, so yeah, wow. that was pretty much my meals for the day. Tish, are you part of the thirty percent who have pre-diabetes? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. How do we know? Yeah, how, how do, you how know? do I know? Uh, you can check your insulin levels uh, or your blood sugar levels. I guess would be the easier way. So you can just go to your local CVS, your Walgreens, your local Rite Aid, wherever you buy your medicine at. And they're going to have a glucometer where you can prick your finger, blood comes out, and then you take a reader, which you then put in the blood. And the blood tells you how much sugar content is in that molecule. Oh, oh wow. All right. That's Seems pretty easy, pretty intuitive. All right. So Tish, you ate a lot there. Let's break it down super duper quick so that way we can go ahead and jump right into stuff to avoid. One, you mentioned coffee. You had several espresso shots. So the average person, 400 milligrams is for the average person of how much you should have. If you go to Starbucks and you order a venti uh, lemonade with caffeine in it, that's already over your daily average uh, of consumption. The more you have caffeine, though, you can build up a tolerance and then you can slowly have more and more and more. But so caffeine, if you have more then that can cause inflammation in the body, one of those things that we said we should avoid. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and go through on a different note now of basically things to avoid, which it's going to sound like I'm listing every single food in the world. So just bear with me. So we want to avoid all forms of sugar, all grains and starches, dairy products, legumes and soy, artificial sweeteners. So those are your fake packets of sugar, aka Splenda, Stevia, things like that. Uh, your processed meals, so your mac and cheese boxes, and then alcoholic beverages or cooking with them. So those are things that we want to avoid. Ethan, I want you to choose one of those, and we're going to dive into those a little bit. Sugars. Sugars. Sugar, sugar, sugar. So we should hey. avoid sugar to avoid inflammation? Wait, are we saying we should avoid you, Ethan? Because you call me sugar? Yeah, because you're sweet like sugar. Only on the weekends. <laughs> you guys share one virtual reality experience together. Now you're uh, little love bugs. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you want to lose weight, if you want to reduce your inflammation, if you want to avoid diabetes, if you want to have a balanced digestive system, then yes, you have to avoid sugar, which I know you're thinking, but dude, there's sugar in fruits and vegetables. I know, I know. But some of those are natural sugars and it's okay to have moderate amounts of those. Whereas processed sugars in excess are a lot worse for us. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So maybe sugar should be broken down to natural or processed. 
Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. So simply sugar. What is sugar? It's a carbohydrate. So that can include anything of your white granulated, what you sprinkle on your oatmeal, uh, your maple syrups, et cetera, stuff like that. Um, and then why not natural sugars? Don't they contain nutrients that are really good for us? Like you said, Ethan, and it's, yeah, they do contain great nutrients. So that's why those are whole foods and whole foods are always a good thing for us to eat. But sometimes that's a struggle because most of us are broke and we don't want to go to the store and pay, you know, double money just for like whole foods. So, so if I'm reading note. the back of like an ingredients list and it has a word that ends in O's, O-S-E, that's, that, that's a good indicator that it's some, some kind of sugar, right? Yeah, I, a lot of times it is, but so like, yeah, so like, like high fructose in your milk. Yeah, or, not not all of them, but like uh, glucose, fructose. What what's the difference there? Okay, so it, it's funny you actually mentioned fructose. So fructose outside of the fruit is one of the worst sugars you can eat. Um, whereas in the fruit, it's kind of okay. Uh, but so fructose, it's a direct cause of belly and love handle fat. So I don't know why, but whenever you eat it in excess, your body wants to store it right there. So mm. if you don't like those little muffin tops, the love handles, avoid the fructose, like that's outside of the fruits. And then so research also shows that fructose is a major contributor to insulin resistance and it raises your triglycerides, uh, which is a fancy word for fats, your fatty acids, uh, which will then lead to like heart disease. And Joan, I'm trying off. What was your question? Uh, my question was just if I'm reading the back of a packet, you said you kind of got to look out for it. So if I see glucose versus fructose versus like sucrose, is there one that's better than the other? Should I avoid all three because all three are sugars? You know, you kind of said fructose is good if it's in fruit, but outside it's not good. Just didn't know if I should avoid all of them or, or what I should look for when I'm in the supermarket. Um, that's fair. I would say you would just want to look for it in uh, healthy options such as fruits uh, or natural foods because they come in lower uh, content amounts in those. So it's not as bad for us just because it's such a small amount. That's so insightful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I try my best. But yeah, any questions about sugars? So avoid the processed ones to live a healthy lifestyle is the main message. Yeah, that's the main message. So, we are going to go ahead and talk about dairy products. So I think dairy is something that we all drink as we're growing up. And you think it's something that's super duper great for you. Uh, and then you learn a little more about it. And then you're like, hmm, maybe it's not. Yeah. Dairy is made for baby cows, not humans. I thought it was good <laughs> for your muscles. It is. It gives you big, strong bones. The, yeah, the calcium, calcium, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Tish, you know your stuff, man. You're a smart yeah. guy. Yeah, one of the main things with humans is it just uh, most people just naturally have uh, allergies uh, to milk and in too much excess just causes a lot of uh, bloating uh, and seasonal allergies. It can cause them to flare up, acne, eczema, post-nasal drip, things like that. So that's pretty much the main reason. And it can just harm the gut lining as well and cause leaky gut if you have too much of it. Back when I was trying to gain weight in college, I drank like a gallon a day and I was like having really bad digestive issues. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is just me. This is, I just naturally have this digestive tract issues. 
And then like mm-hmm. someone I was talking to said, uh, maybe try not drinking a gallon a day. <laughs> and I switched to lactate. And literally, man, overnight, I had no issues. So I was like, wow. Yeah, I was doing literally a gallon a day. Uh, at one point, I was, yeah. Yes. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Wow. Yeah. I can't even fathom. That's uh, I, I've never even tr- attempted that before in my life. Fair enough. Something you have attempted before. Uh, process or your prepackaged meals. Ooh, so, nice segue. That's what I do, man. Good segues. That's it. So lean cuisine, <laughs> lean cuisine, baby. Little Weight Watcher action. Uh, those are just your frozen mac and cheeses, your frozen uh pork eye ribs, uh, and beans. I don't know. What, what about lunchables? Yeah. Well, not quite a lunchable, but oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Frozen, the frozen kits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, lunchables actually aren't that horrible for you, okay. um, except the salami and pepperoni have high fat contents, but that's about it. But they, they have healthy fat, so. Uh, yeah. But I digress. So your processed meals, they come in the boxes or bags for convenience, but they're loaded with tons of preservatives and other man-made chemicals and natural flavorings. Most of those, like super villains that we mentioned before, or ingredients that are in a processed meals. Why? What is the reasoning for putting? Pretty much the only reason we're avoiding prepackaged meals or our processed meals are because there's tons of preservatives and other man-made chemicals and natural flavorings. Yeah, it's just because it's cheaper to make uh, because companies want to make a, a quick buck. So mm. it's cheaper and it's faster and Americans want to buy frozen things just like that. So... Whereas if you do buy vegetables that are frozen, they actually have more nutrients in them. Fun fact, hmm. because normally those are harvested whenever they're riper, which when it's ripe, there's more nutrients, like it's more nutrient dense. So it's actually kind of a little healthier for you than eating like canned fruits and stuff like that. Do you know the whole controversy between like uh, organic fruits and like fruits that use GMOs? I don't know if you know too much about that, because I, from what I heard, I GMOs are not supposed to be healthy for you, and organic is supposed to be more beneficial for you. But I'm not sure what you know. I'm just curious if you knew anything. GMOs stand for genetically modified organisms. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, where humans come in and tamper with it and pump it just with preservatives. And studies have shown that some of the preservatives have carcinogens that lead to cancer or those lead to leaky gut or inflammation in the body, or they have increased sugar intakes. And that's why we want to avoid the the GMOs, uh, just because they have those preservatives that cause the the inflammation in our body. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to jump over to fruits and veggies since we're there. Uh, Let's talk about vegetables. We can eat pretty much as many servings of vegetables that we want. Except for our starchy vegetables. So your sweet potatoes, your beets, parsnips, pumpkins, and stuff like that. So you just want to limit those to three to four times a week. And then basically with your fruits, we want to avoid our canned fruits because a lot of them have syrups, a.k.a. high sugar contents. And so that's why... Even the little packages of mandarin oranges I eat every morning? Yeah, baby. They got a lot of sugar in them. Oh, no. And a lot of sugar in them, 
Oh, isn't that a thing? Yeah, those actually look fine. They're, I don't think those are cans. Uh, no, they're like uh, I don't know, plastic little cups. Reference for our viewers: Ethan uh, is rich. He owns Mandarin oranges. Yes. Yeah, he is way above us. I own Mandarin or no, I just own Mandarin oranges as like a concept. Anyone who tries to <laughs> buy them, they gotta buy them from me. If you say the word, he gets paid. Yeah, you know, pretty much fruit. We do want to limit vegetables, eat unlimited, but your fruits, just because there's sugar in them, that's why we should have a moderate amount of just like fruits and stuff like that. I'm going to go ahead and just go through some things that we should eat daily, some things we should eat sometimes, and things we should never eat, and then see if y'all have any questions and go from there. All right. Things we should have daily. You want to have water. Do you know how much water we should have a day? Was it six glasses? Uh, there actually is no amount. Pretty much no. just however much that you feel hydrated with, uh, oh. and that's good enough. But they they commonly say uh, eight eight yeah. ounce glasses. Uh, um, eight eight ounce want... glasses. Yeah, but there's actually no amount. It's just whatever your body feels hydrated at is good enough for you. I like I like that. I like the sound of that. Well, like how do you know when that. you're not going to be dehydrated? You just drink a bottle of water and you're fine, or what? Just do you not know person? what it feels like to be dehydrated? Maybe. I hear Jonah talking, but he's muted, so I don't know. Do you not know what it feels like to be thirsty? <laughs> Jonah, you're muted. I do. You're right. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry. Typically, uh, your body will let you know when you're thirsty. Whenever you naturally reach for a, a glass of water you're thirsty so your that body's not gonna let yourself de. your body's not gonna let itself dehydrate yeah, itself yeah. yeah so you're that's, that's all you know mm. however yeah that makes there's sense. also if you look into it a crazy amount of people are chronically dehydrated because they don't drink enough enough water and they think like oh I'll, I'll have like you know six cans of mountain dew and that'll hydrate me because I'm drinking all my liquids. Well, those aren't exactly as beneficial as water. So yeah. uh, you, you, still, still you still get hydrated. Well said, Jonah. You're a smart yeah. guy. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You're welcome. So on the eat daily, or in that case, drink, you're having water, vegetables. So you want to have greens that are high in fiber. If you're trying to lose weight, eat stuff with fiber because it's going to make you feel a lot more full. Uh, you want good sources of proteins and then something that a lot of people who are trying to lose weights don't do and it's detrimental is you want to have healthy fats and oils so those are olive oil avocado oil nut oils uh coconut olives stuff like that those have healthy fats and oils things to have only sometimes so like three to four times a week would be like your steel cut oatmeal cheese, sour cream, brown rice, beans, and then your wine or alcoholic beverage. Uh, you should only have, you know, up to three times a week. But what if I've been that, making homemade pizzas four times a week? Four times a week. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally been making homemade pizzas four times a week. <laughs> That's a lot of pizza, man. That's a lot of bread. It's just five cups of flour, a damn near whole block of cheese, and some tomatoes. <laughs> like literally every day. 
Yeah, you're trying to make your own shop. Jeez. Is that bad for me, bro? Uh, that is a lot of carbs, isn't it? Hey, in moderation, I think anything, you know, you'll be all right, you know? Ain't no moderation over here. There ain't no moderation. <laughs> ain't no moderation. Max. Yeah. I remember before Jonah was telling me about a guy who drank only beer and lost weight on a diet. So theoretically, you can do just about anything, you know, and lose weight. It's not necessarily good for your body, but. Uh, yeah, that's, losing that's probably not the best weight. way to, to lose weight, but losing weight's about calories in versus calorie out. So if you if you drink, you know, three beers a day at 100 calories each and that's all you do. That's 300 calories in your body's going to naturally burn more than that. So um, theoretically you could do it that way. Yeah. It says here in the article I'm looking at that you should have pizza uh, up to at most seven times a month. So if you've had it four times this week, then <laughs> you get three more. But no, it's homemade though. It's just flour <laughs> oh. and water and tomatoes and some cheese. Yeah. Pretty much, and on the opposite end of that, so, I mean, things that, you know, eat rarely, you know, we mentioned, like, up to seven times a month would be a bunch of desserts, pizza, fast foods, pasta, ice cream, uh, and then things to never eat would be MSG, so that's sodium, uh, trans fats, that's that unhealthy fat that we don't want to have, diet soda, uh, and things like that. Wait, does it diet soda have less sugar than regular soda? It's supposed yeah. to be, right? Yeah, so your Coke Zero has yeah. zero calories and zero sugar, but then they pump it full of preservatives and things that causes oh. us for our guts. So there, oh. there's always a catch. You get no calories, but then you get one of those. You know? Gotcha, okay. That yeah. makes sense. I remember hearing it's still not healthy for you, but I was not entirely sure why, so thanks for explaining that. Yeah. Ultimately, I think everyone knows their body best. And if you're trying to lose weight and you're just doing this for a short period and your body ends up feeling all right, you got to do what you got to do. You know, that's true. So if you if you're craving soda that much, but that's pretty much what I'm going to run through right now for uh, nutrition. Do you all have any questions at all? Anything you've ever wondered about your diet? Anything? Yeah, sure. I have a question, Jared. Yeah, what's up, my boy? If, let's say, this is not me, but let's just say my friend. <laughs> this is definitely not me. Maybe it used to be, but it's not anymore. But let's just say that I didn't eat vegetables. However, I drank V8, and I didn't have access to vegetables, so I just drank V8 as a supplement. Is that bad? What are your thoughts on that, Mr. Nutritionist? Uh, no, I think that's fine. As long as the V8 is getting the nutrients that your that your body needs, then yeah, you're totally fine. Good. Oh, I have yeah. another comment. Mm. When, so when I was in the team freshman year on the track team in college, we had like a nutritionist, you know, go around and they did like a diet thing for all of us. And so we had to track what we ate per day. And as a freshman in college, I was just eating in the cafeteria. And so I came back one day and I turned in my like, you know, food that I ate for the week. And the nutritionist called me out in the middle of practice and said, Linderman, do you not eat any fruits or vegetables? <laughs> I didn't have any fruits or vegetables at all in my diet, apparently, for a week. For weeks. That's so, okay. yeah, that's bad. Yeah. But, all right, guys. That's pretty much what I'm running through with nutrition. So, let's recap for a second. All right. We eat healthy to avoid poor digestive health, 
inflammation in our body and high sugar levels. So avoiding those things can help our days go just a little bit easier and let us feeling a little bit healthier and making us just better at our days. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to know more, send us a tweet, shoot a DM, find us on social media, and we will be glad to answer your questions. Catch you on the next time. Peace out. Rock and roll.